Hi, I'm Charles, co-founder of Move. And I'm Chauncey, co-founder of Move. This is Move the Podcast, Episode 6, Elected City, Council, and Districts. Happy Sunday, happy Sunday, man. What's up? Know what I'm saying? It's a good day on a Sunday. Yeah, that is good. Good night Sunday. It's actually not snowing, so that's good. It's actually bright outside. Um, how, um, How was your weekend? Man, it was good. You know what I'm saying? Had the party bus. You know what I'm saying? Enjoyed it with some friends, close ones. Got lit, lit. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so, always a move to go, especially on your 21st. Always good. Always yeah, fun to do. Definitely, man. How about for you? How was the birthday for you? I mean, it was fun. It was just nice to be surrounded by people that, um, you know, that, that I love and care about and friends and family, you know, and people that have, like, made me the person I am today and with all my daily interactions with everyone and so yeah, no, I'm I'm very humble and excited and very blessed to turn twenty one because not too many black men turn twenty one. Definitely today's day and age in so, society. Yeah, so so definitely blessed to hit the two one. You know definitely grateful for that as a young. And for whoever else hit the two one. Yeah, no, yeah, too, yeah, you know no, definitely grateful for that. It's yeah. very rare, very rare nowadays. So very blessed. <laughs> but without without further ado, man, let's get into this. Uh, uh, sixth episode here, man. We're talking about the city council elections that are coming up. It's uh, exciting. I mean, I know we just had the national elections, but it's always like we always like to preach in our podcast. It's always yeah. great. It's always to good to have them local, local stuff and and stuff like that. Because we're not all in Washington D.C. Exactly, we all can't be there. Exactly, and I learned that with my internship too. Actually, like coming down to the state and local level, paying attention and stuff like that is really, really critical when it comes to trying to change stuff at the federal level as well. I mean, it just, it, it's a lot. Especially it, if you're a native to Colorado. Too, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? especially you, if you've lived here forever, it's really nice to nice to know what's going on and what has a plan. And, and just know the culture of Colorado and what it brings to the people. Definitely, you know definitely. I mean? So, definitely excited for a lot of these new candidates that are coming out. Yeah, we're seeing it's it's starting to be very diverse. I, very I, diverse. I am glad to, to see that. It seems like we're um, heading that heading that route so um it seems like people got the message this summer and people are following through so that's that's definitely good yeah but uh the main race that we really wanted to talk about here i mean me and charles we live in district four we know a lot of other activists live in um other communities as well um not just district four so we will be hitting on that as well but uh we really want to hit on on district four and um uh the incumbent uh miss yolanda vila is uh re uh running for re-election and um she has an opponent of the name of uh, Miss Regina English, and um, that is that is the two candidates that are being put up for um, uh, district district four district southeast four. of Colorado. So uh, right now we're gonna we're gonna break down. Um, we uh, took a time to look through their their um, social respected uh, websites, and um, we we have a we have a little thing that we're about to compare them to. So hopefully we'll, hopefully you guys like it, and we'll see who can handle the test. I mean. It looks yeah, like man. we got a couple good things on and here. just and this and this also just kind of gives a little a little peek of who these candidates are and what their values are that they bring to college Springs. just kind of what you're looking for you know what I'm saying voting putting in these ballots of who you want to represent your district here in the southeast of district four but with no further ado man let's break it down so for the first two I have for uh Yolanda right here is uh she's wanting to create opportunities and uh, incentives for local small businesses what do you think of that you think that's a great thing coming yeah no that? that's definitely a great thing especially with um the the um economy as it is right now i mean personally the the colorado state economy is actually doing a lot better than most but mm-hmm. but um 
as a whole for local and small businesses. I think it, I think it would be very great, especially with the time of COVID. They're already struggling. It's already harder for them to um, get business. I mean, I just think the only um, problem would be is like during the times of COVID, yeah. just personally as a constituent, I just I just wonder like how long was that going to take with everything like with COVID and everything mm. and all that like. I don't know, but I think it's definitely doable, and I, I think it's very great that we're honing in the small businesses, because I think that's what Colorado Springs is um, most definitely, like, known for, is being definitely, like, a great small-knit, uh, small business. Business-savvy uh, state, for sure, man. Yeah, community, for sure, most definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I personally I personally like the idea, you know, that she wants to create incentives for the small businesses, you know, and uh, kind of give them a... <clears throat> more of a leeway to, like, keep their businesses going, you know, even though they're at such a smaller rate right now with, like, the COVID and everything going on and just having that support, I think that would be a great, that's a great thing to put back in the community for sure. Uh, <clears throat> the thing, the first thing I have here for Regina English is uh, economic development is going to be her top priority. How do you feel about that? I mean, it's so, <laughs> just knowing me personally, I mean, I'm very, like, you know I mean? I'm, democratic socialist so i mean like personally for me like that that can mean a lot of things it can mean economically development like is a top priority for her like that's good but like is it going to be economically like is it going to be economically feasible and best for this community like are you gonna like build something that like would be possibly built up north and you know someone like down here like down south is not going to um, use it or make it accessible or yeah. make profit off of it and it's not going to help the economy of the southeast you know what i mean so there's a there's a lot of things that um that come into play it's a, it's very bold and very broad just to say um economic development is the top priority because um when it comes i've also noticed when it comes to economic development here and um develop and um developing stuff here it comes with the price of a lot of private donors and private investors and stuff and um, that's the only thing I'm really worried about. Is just with that, um, we yeah. don't get a lot. The public doesn't get a lot of information yeah. about a lot of a lot of these plans and stuff and, and everything like that. And where it's truly going and where the money's yeah. coming from and who the money's coming from. Yeah, and, and that was that was like my big concern. Like, I, I, it's it's great that you want to have an economic development plan for the southeast side. Don't even that's great. You know, because we need it. We need Correct. more yeah, yeah, yeah. businesses, more stores, infrastructures yeah. out here. More resources. You know I mean? Yeah, of course. But. What are you really going to put that economic economic development into? Like, yeah. like what are your top priorities in the economic field? Is it housing, schools, parks? You know, uh, buildings for other businesses to locate at, yeah. to build up. Yeah. To, you know, just yeah. just where where's your head at with yeah. that? And granted, like Yolanda Vila, she she does have a plan on the uh, economic development of of Colorado Springs. Um, she's helping with. Um, uh, recently, we just saw on our um, friends' podcast, uh, Just Cause. You guys should actually go check it out. She just did an interview there. Um, that she's working on this mosaic thing to for Panorama that's going to cost a, a a good sum of money, which is which is good, but it will bring that light and that feel and that great atmosphere to the southeast that we need and to 
panorama and the community of panorama that we need so i i think that's very great like those are things that we need to know like it's nice to say that you have an economic development is like your top priority and it's like your plan but it's like you we really want to know like what are you like what are your plans with doing that like who are you going to go to like how are you going to go about it and and like granted she's been in like yolanda vila is incumbent and she's been in there for four years now and in, in her first term but i mean there it's just like as a voter and as a young person i would really love to see like what is the real plan because there's there's a lot of times where like you could just talk and talk and talk and say this and say that and say that but there's a very few times where you get a a great and i'm gonna say great because great i feel like personally great politicians do this is get someone where they will actually literally tell you the plan and not just say this is my plan, yeah. Medicare you, for all. They give you the whole blueprint. Have the whole blueprint to set me. out and everything. You know what like I mean? that's that's one thing that I just um, urge. Like definitely. it's just like definitely like I like it's nice that you have economic development as a top priority, but I don't. You know what I mean, yeah. Like, no. Be more specific, not too. Be broad. more strategized with it. More, more open. More open about what uh, what your plans are as a councilwoman. Most definitely. What do we got as the um, second? Uh, uh, the second thing I have here for Yolanda. It's more on uh, transportation, which I know is a really big thing down here in the southeast side. Oh yeah, I mean, transportation is really big. Um, I was looking into it, and she's talking about that she wants to expanding the route, the routes for buses out here, and extending the hours of how long the buses run. Oh wow! You know what I mean, and. For me, for me personally, I think that's great. You know right. what I mean? Because I know no, a lot great. of people here in the southeast side and down even yeah. in security that have to walk from Safeways and uh, King Supers that where they work and all these Burger Kings that are all spread it out that they don't have enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Enough time yeah, to be able to get the bus and go home. And they have to call an auntie or cousin or friend to pick them up late at night. You know what I mean? And they don't get enough sleep or whatever that is. But I think that's a great thing that we need is more transportation for the bus, more routes, because everything is so spread out here in the yeah, southeast side. More, and more time-consuming because the daylight saving yeah. time changes, switches off on and on, you know. Yeah. People's schedules be back and forth, you know, just being more adjustable with the community. And we're also growing as a community, as Colorado Springs as a whole. Definitely. So I think it's it's best for us to, and, and I agree with Yolanda, and this is to, expand our hours to make it more accessible for everyone and um to just continue to make um transit here in colorado springs in the southeast more affordable um accessible to like it's already accessible of course it's already affordable but like to an even further evolving extent you know what i mean so that's that's great to hear that um uh, what what's um What's Regina's uh, view on the uh, transportation? Well, looking into that, um, she was wanted to improving the public transportation with the city and also with uh, private transportation as well, which I was... It kind of, it kind of, it kind of made me scratch my head a little bit with the private transportation. Yeah, because we've seen a lot of things happen with that. Because a lot, of, a lot of those companies take away from the benefits of the transportation and not necessarily for what it's used for, but yeah. more of the business and paying that. Exactly, and you know what I mean. And the one big thing was always when you say private. Like for me personally, like the one thing that always pops up to my head. And I mean, I'm pretty sure I hope it pops in other people's head. When you say private, it's like, where's the money coming from? Yeah, who, who is it coming where is, from? Where are your resources? Like you know what I mean. Like most people yeah. think when you talk about private companies, some it's a sole propri- like proprietor or owner or, or independent person or independent person that's owning no, it. It's multiple. So multiple um, resources. 
when sometimes it is one person, like a family or, or such, that has very wealthy money that's running it, or it is um, over a whole bunch of multiple people, like Charles just said. But I mean, I agree with you, bro. I don't. I don't think it would be in the best interest to have private transportation compete with public transportation. And also, when private transportation becomes a big thing, you're going to have to make it more. Um, competable with public and itself so it's like you're going to raise the prices up in private like how are yeah. you going to be and also how are you going to be able to keep those private also, prices down because they're private they're allowed to do whatever the and also think, they want and you also got to think about it. we're in 2021 Uber, Lyft you know what I'm saying there, so we already have yeah. so many private yeah. transportation companies that you know what I'm saying? They'd be fighting each other for their uh, stocks and staffs of people who's best company. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine how that would be trying to put that with, yeah, here, with yeah. your already local bus transportation cabs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. How many uh, yeah. how many public jobs are you going to run out if you put in if uh, private? Especially you know with I mean? these small businesses. You like have to take all that money that that's they also earned. That's also a big question when it, come, when it comes to that. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, like, we're not, we're not hard to, we're not harsh. It's just like we're really getting to the nitty gritty and how we feel as like young young black men and just as young men and young people in in Colorado Springs and in the southeast and you guys are about to represent us so that we're just giving our personal straight out strong opinions definitely <laughs> so just definitely. wanted to put that out there before <laughs> uh and for for this third question for this third nine third question but for the third <laughs> research that I found on uh, Yolanda's page. She wanted to continue low-income um, workforce homes, so kind of like the Grigio housing and with the oh, development, yeah, yeah, the like development they, of they these uh, yeah, new, yeah. Uh, uh, the little I know what you're talking about, like family housing type yeah, thing. I yeah. know what you're talking about. And, yeah, yeah. and I'm all for that. Oh, totally. 100%. Totally. I 100%. Think we need more, more. We need more. We need more uh, low-income workforce development areas because... We have so much land and so much space that we could, mm -hmm. and so many businesses around it. Why not? Yeah. Why not put these low income and, you know I, and give, I mean, yeah. give everybody opportunity of income and living? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because not everybody's going to reach the middle class yeah. line. You yeah. know what I mean? And we've talked about it a lot. And I mean, we saw in um, our friend's podcast just cause that um, she that she's hoping to get those plans for 2021 yep. to help and uh develop that infrastructure and isn't, isn't, help, isn't she working with the president help, richard uh, Storman right to now help, i i believe so i'm yeah. not totally sure on that but i believe so they they work really well together um in, in council from what i've noticed and seen this summer so that's good but uh like i was saying she um she's hoping to get these projects and wants these projects, which is very good. And I, and I believe that she's, she's going to do a good job at getting them. Cause getting them done. she's, uh, from what I've seen, she's, she's she, getting has them track, done now. she has a very good track record of getting them. Yeah, so, she's getting them so, done right now. They're, so, they're already so, um, I mean, out there. so, so that's good. But also like, just, we've talked about, it, like I said, more transitional housing but added like more evolve me and charles love to like look at things and like evolve it even more so it's like we look at transitional housing it's like it's great but like we could step there's up just the so much more that you where can it's like inside. you could keep like you know what i mean like we could have houses where it's like people could stay there literally until they get on their feet like get on their feet literally living like a productive person in society whether that's minimal or maximal Definitely. you know what i mean so that's like that could be the Evolvation of transitional homes. And, we have a whole idea. And, there, it, and then there was one more thing. I seen. I seen a news article. It was in some state here in the U.S. Oh. that uh, they were doing low workforce housing. Oh, and they built them out a uh, 
they built them out of the oh the little igloo thing the, 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 I, I, yeah. I saw that I actually did yeah and they built they that. framed it up with the wood and everything and, mm-hmm. and it's actually for the for the homeless it's it's very great for the homeless and the veterans to come I believe and that's one thing that I, I thought about when I saw that actually I was like I believe like it'd be very nice if one of our city council members or if someone in, in can push Colorado that. Springs could push to get a developer to bring something Definitely. like that here and think about this Colorado is called this Springs. is Colorado so contractors be here like this he said on land and everything, so <laughs> was no, really pushed for that one yeah, for sure. No, that's true. Just, um, and that's just our personal opinion. Yeah, no, not, not pushing for yeah. the candidate, but just our personal opinion. Push for the yeah. low income. We have not homes. endorsed yet. yet. <laughs> um, what does um, Regina have a, um, a counter to to that? Um? Uh, this one's kind of interesting, you know, because I feel like it kind of gets underlooked a lot. Okay. No, it's a uh, easy access and this uh, disability for the impaired of uh, the U.S. Uh, the U.S. veterans, you know what I mean? And just people in general, just impaired, that ride on electric wheelchairs or, yeah. you know what I mean? They have to take the mm-hmm. the van that yeah. the uh, old folks center give to them, you know what yeah. I mean? Just trying to give them more easier access yeah. to get around. Yeah. No, I, I, totally, I totally feel that. I, I totally understand. I feel like um, she just wants to, I, I feel like the accessibility for disabled are there, but I feel like I understand she wants to evolve Push it, even, it more. even more, which is, which is great, and it, it's really nice to see because here in Southeast, most people don't know. I mean, like you walk right up the street and take a take a um, take a left on Spruce. There, there's literally a sign, the, the little caution sign that says the death child uh, in uh, area. Child in area. Yeah. So it's like, and that's a lot around here in the Southeast. So and there's a lot of kids with disabilities like autism, special mm-hmm. needs. There's a lot of kids I personally work with special needs. I know some that work on that live on the South Side of town. So it's like that. And they're very, young. That's it's a very important thing to them when it comes to accessibility. That Definitely. so I think that's a very great thing that you're honing in, especially as like a especially as a new candidate and um, someone that's running against someone that's already had the first term in the four years of experience. So I, I will give that that's a great plus, and I believe that's something that um, they they both are going to work to um, to evolve. So. Definitely, definitely, man. And the last the last one I found here for Yolanda is uh, fun, funding for cleaning the city streets. Which oh, God. I, I love love I, that. I applaud you for that. Made me applaud you for a second because. It's recently hit me a lot lately that I've been driving around Colorado Springs, you know. Yeah. But we've just seen trash everywhere. Like, if you go right up here on airport and circle right here by the Walgreens and, oh, yeah. and that golf court, Patty Jewett, mm-hmm. sadly to say, there's people have left trash, uh, carts, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Box, cardboard boxes laying in the streets on the fences tied up, you know what I mean? Just kind of just kind of gives it a, a bad rep, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. to the community and to the South Side. So I, I agree and push 100%. For funding for the cleaning the area and sweeping the streets of Colorado, she yeah. we call it sweep. All like, I, re- like, I remember, like I think Yolanda has a very great point because like, I remember like when we were younger, like the street sweeper would come by, like, come by, come by, like spraying the water, cleaning the dirt, and your street look new. Yeah, you know I mean? but it's like we don't have that. We don't like, don't have the funding have for it really anymore. as much anymore. The last time I seen it, last time I seen that vehicle yeah. come around here was. Literally, like, three months ago, honestly. And also and he maybe, really didn't do that yeah, much. Like and also, maybe a better way to, like, I mean, just personally, me and my brother were very good at, like, just thinking ideas off the top. But, I mean, it'd be, I don't know how this would work. I mean, I didn't really think so. I just came up to my head right now. But it'd be very great if they could come up with the idea of how um, inmates or something like that could possibly, I know they do it now, but, like, in a less egregious, a less egregious way and more... Um, 
mentorish, I guess you could say, and yeah, yeah. Um, more developing for them and also the city of Colorado Springs. Definitely. Like, we're, like if they do that, it reduces their sentence or something. But also, yeah. you know, they're also, yeah, they're, Just, they're also helping, like, pro- produce to the Common Society of Colorado Springs, which yeah, they're about definitely. to you know, possibly because live in after they get out. It should, you know what I'm saying? If they're doing it good, they, they, they should be yeah. able to deserve to be to enjoy the fresh air to yeah. get back in their community. Even though they're still facing their time, let them do what they have to do. Yeah, no, you're totally right. It you know just it just like it shows that like something like that, like a clean cleaning, like funding for cleaning our cities, like maybe you could put funding into like helping our incarcerated people get less jail sentences and like learn get with themselves and have personal time with themselves and like everything like that yeah. and, and maybe even maybe be a contribute to society yeah. instead of being labeled maybe as a even, criminal yeah, maybe even mentor through the car springs utility yeah, maybe we, even get a job after because exactly. you see a lot of inmates do do the exactly. thing outside where they have a job for a couple hours mm-hmm. and then go back to exactly no you know what yeah, i'm saying maybe, uh, it's just a great yeah. it's just another great avenue to open up like how they other do the people. dog handler things like how they let them maybe possibly get the dog after yeah, i've seen a lot like, of jails that'd be, that'd be nice if we could do a thing like that like a cleaning up like place for yeah. the city like a program with the city with them the um, correctional facility and like here in Colorado Springs and be like a cleanup for um you know what I mean with the uh, with the inmates and have it be like a program with the city but also people and inmates and it's a great comparison to also be like inmates aren't all criminals they might have done something bad but they're not always bad people yeah no, and also not. at the and also at the same time it helps our community and also funds everybody has a story as well you know what I mean yeah. so it all ties in one hand I don't know it was just an idea that I had. Um, I'm sorry. That was kind of a rant. Yeah, no, you're good, man. You're good, man. <laughs> you know how it is on these episodes, man. This man <laughs> loves when it gets down to these politics and things about the community, human rights. You know how it is, man. We get uh, down on the thing. Love to rant. Sorry. But the last thing I have here for Regina uh, is for her support of the U.S. veterans, you know, and giving them more of an opportunity out here, which I think is a, it's a great thing because we do have Fountain Fort Carson, uh, Peterson, Shriver. Like no, five, we have a lot of we, we have a lot of veterans, a lot of veterans, a, a lot, lot of veterans out here. That know? does play a big role in them, um, and they definitely things. do need the help as well because they fought yeah. for our country. They came back, you know what I'm saying? By the grace of God, you know what I'm saying? No one killed them or anything, and, and yeah. now they need a life too. You know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah, they fought hard good. for us. They yeah. lost, you know what I'm saying? They lost limbs, yeah. body parts for us. You know and it mean? seems like yeah. I don't know why, but it seems like Colorado Springs is like the place to be after you're retired. After you're retired, definitely like. Go to Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs. Springs. We got Carson, the of the gods. We got the mountains. Go hike. I'm like, oh my gosh. Altitude training all <laughs> like, that. No, no, no. <laughs> like, we are we are a growing state, but hold on. Wait a minute. Don't don't come yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, let but, us grow first. But I would also, I also kind of want to just get more in depth and just, you know, for Regina, just kind of, if you hear this, just ask you, what what is it that you want to do with the U.S. vets? Like, I, I support the yeah. idea, but just more of, like, what is, like, the housing, finance. It's being less broad, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a, the, uh, what, it, what is it. it for the veterans, the the, the DV? The, uh, the UVA. The UVA, you know, maybe supporting that, giving them more. Uh, or the AV, 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 Giving them more veterans. intuitive, more tools, you know, ABA, more, ABA, more resources. ABA, more resources ABA, when they get out, you know what I mean? And AVA. American that's just my personal opinion with the U.S. vets and. Everything like that. How about you, man? Oh, it's, it is UVA, United States of Veterans. Okay, so I, I was trying to figure that out in my head. I was like, I hope I did not do that wrong. I would felt very bad if I would have done that wrong. Um, but, um, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. But like you said, bro, I mean, I'd probably just say, like, for Virginia, just, like, being the, just be more, um, more open, more open and specific and uh, less broad just because you are new, um, not too, 
many people just from what I know, not too many people in all of Southeast and District 4 know who you are. Yeah. But uh, which I would suggest would be a great thing to do to do is is to do that you have until you have until april 6th so, so i just think that would be a great idea just just because like you are running against a company and person that's been there for four years people have already gone to her with issues for the past four years already know how she is even us like we know miss yolanda davila she's a great woman a great lady i mean yes granted we like we said in the last podcast there were some things that we did not agree with but once we listened to uh, our friend's uh, podcast just cause and learned a lot more about her it was um very yeah. easy to not sympathize with her, but uh, to understand where she's coming to, from to, and, to and how to, she views the city. To, yeah, and to be able to bring a mutual, um, a mutual ground and a, with the community. agreement to work to build to build better. That's a great honestly. Step. So, um, she she's a great she's a great lady. So, so I, that's all that's all that's all I'm saying. It's like yeah. you you do have you do have your cut work cut out for you. I, I will give you that right now. <laughs> but um, no, I, it's going to be exciting to see um, yeah. this uh, district. And best of luck to both yeah, candidates. No, yeah, no, most definitely. Um, hopefully we can endorse someone soon. Um, we'll decide on that. <laughs> We're struggling, yeah. but um, district uh, district uh, four uh, races. Um, this uh. If you are in, sorry, I'm sorry, getting confused. If you are in uh, District Four and um, April sixth, if you are in a, if you are 18 and older and are allowed to vote, please vote and make sure that your vote is counted. There are about almost 50,000 plus people that live in the District Four area, and barely 20,000 showed up to vote in the last in 2017's election. So I urge, and especially young people, this is why we're doing so. A lot of young people we see in this summer man this This is why we and we talked about this summer local local politics matter too important 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 this is your city please go out there and vote please we make a mission for young people please go out and vote we want to see young people vote in Colorado Springs like never before we want to be so like we want to do it so much that we're we're the talk of the town there is no longer talk about what Denver's doing what they're doing Colorado Springs it's, Carl, it's our, Carl turn, Springs it's our turn as young people in Colorado Springs to have our voices heard, to no longer be yep. the, the small city. No more black sheep. Good big council mm-hmm. and to have the great structured council and diverse council as well. So I, like mm-hmm. we said, um, the local votes often, matter, man. Hats off and we hope that all of them do well. Yeah, and Best um, of luck. That, that's exciting. But if you live in District 4 and you're 18 and up, please vote. Please. Please, please. get out there and vote. Check, check their campaign websites. Check out yeah. everything. Go ask questions. Be on their ask because that's the only way you're going to figure out what they're what they're about and what they're for, and if that's for you and what you want them to be represented of you for this district and for Colorado Springs. Yeah, no, so, definitely. Just uh, that's that's one big thing. But just pay attention to those district races. There's also um, more district races just besides District Four. We also want you guys to know that, and we want you guys to pay yeah, attention. Be to very that. diverse. Don't we're be don't attention. be stuck on one just one yeah. district. Just we're paying we're attention to four it. just do because we live in the district. But, but and get around. No, 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 Colorado as a whole yeah. as well, not just your district. But we are also we are also paying attention to other races like District, especially ones that are close to us, like District Five. District Five is really heating district, up. District Six. District Five actually has like five plus people running. So really check that, that out. So just make sure you keep yourself informed. And young people, please, no matter. You live in District Four, one, two, three, four, five, or six. Please pay attention. Pay attention. Please get out there, the vote. Out there and vote. Do what you got to do to get the right people in office. April six. April six is the deadline. Just put that on your calendar. 
<laughs> but um so that we appreciate you guys like listening to that because that was a long rant but <laughs> wait into our second question um it would be um what will it take um to have uh more diverse in city council um personally i think i think it's we're sort of already seeing that especially with the people that we're seeing come up and coming up and run i mean charles you, you hit me up i mean hit me I, i'm saying hit me up like we don't live in the same house you, you, um you uh, showed me uh, yesterday a video of um um a gentleman from uh that's running in district five and i was just like wow like that's the you know what i mean like like that's where he's he the looks Jim, very the james young Herm, the james he looks like man, very yeah. young and diverse like he wants to change something and we're also seeing a lot more women run we're also seeing a lot Definitely. more younger people are the, like remind you the age city charter only allows you to run at the age of 25 but we're seeing a lot of 30 and below yeah we're seeing a lot of people that a lot of, a lot wouldn't, of 34 and below. wouldn't particularly run because they don't have the financial means to stay afloat just having that one job as a city council person yeah. but it's nice to see that we are that it, it changes coming and, yeah. that, and it's coming we and also it, have a black woman that's running as well for district four uh that we just talked about it so uh regina english so i mean it, we we are seeing diversity we are seeing diversity yeah no definitely and it's it's everywhere it's a whole melting pot of age race anything you can think of it's a whole it's, it's it's getting there it's starting to work its way through colorado you know what i mean and i'm excited to see the diversity through these through these races and the candidates and their viewpoints you know how we we're talking about a candidate from district five james hermes you know he i was looking at his video you know and he's for he's for the people you know and, I, and i'm very convinced you know what i mean and he's for he's for he's for the youth he's for the the workers rights you know of servers and small businesses you know more of a more of a progressive in my eyes. You know what I mean? Than most not, people not, that we've not, seen on not, the council. Not yeah. Democrat, not Republican, but more, just, just progressive. I would agree. Just, just wanting, wanting, to, wanting to be the change. Yeah, wanting most to, people that we've seen. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and that's interesting to see that a lot of the younger millennials are starting to see, you know what? I might actually have an opportunity and chance to make change yeah, in yeah. my city, in my community. So why not start at the, at the you know what I'm saying, the city level? Because you never know where that can take never you. Never know. You never know where that can take you. Never you never so. know. I'm just blessed to know that we have the diversity that people yeah. are starting to open up and realize that, you know, I have, I have, I have this idea of making change. You know, I want to have the right people around me and make my city better. So why not do it? You know what I mean? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I, I just think with I'm us, like, for continuing, like, I feel like this summer definitely really pushed people. Um, motivated a lot. Motivated a, a lot, lot of people. And I, I feel like that's just, that's just the beginning. It's, it's, this is it's just, just like beginning. we're going to continue to keep doing this and doing this and doing this and doing this until we, as young people and millennials and generations Z's Z's and so on and so on, the get, get what we want for our future so we can know that our lives in the future are going to be okay and that we are going to be all right. Definitely. So I, I think we're going in the right direction. I don't, um, I think like maybe just a little bit more, um, informity in like people that are voters like that's the only thing that i would say that would be like to be able to change more diversity in city yeah. council like be please know like, like please know and like if you're like 21 right now like our age four years and the next four years you can run for city you can be council. the next city council member and you'll be the youngest city council so, member i'm pretty exactly. sure at 25 exactly the james the james Hermes man i'm pretty sure he's in his mid-30s yeah so, not, so, so not 25 like, but still that's a young man running for it. I would have done it if I had the opportunity already, but see, Charlie only lets you at 25, four more years. 
Got Four it. more years, we're gonna run this thing, man. So, so, but you got but, Chauncey as the political uh, campaign guy, and you got Charles Johnson, your uh, oh, campaign man, specialist know. strategist, runner, <laughs> I know motivational about speaker. I know about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying. I'm working my way up there, man. The, the ladders. The, the, we gonna get it. Yeah, the experience is fun. Trust me, learning, learning from everyone, and doing everything that I'm doing right now currently, all fun, great. Experience. But I'm, I'm excited though for this diversity and just yeah. the, just the more. How more people really want to be involved in the community. Exactly. You know what I mean? Really want to be yeah. the change. I'm just excited yeah. to see that. I'm excited. Regar- that this, regardless of yeah, their I'm, political view. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see change. that what we did this summer and like everything that happened this summer too definitely How it mo- motivated a lot of people to do that as well, to be more diverse and definitely. to speak out about having a more diverse council. It's, definitely, definitely. It's very great. Um, this third question. The third question, man, I was going to ask, uh, what are you looking for in city council? And this is, this oh, go for y'all too is listening. What are you, what are you looking for in a city council woman or man? To tell the truth. To tell the truth. That's it. No, that's not it. That was just number just one. Tell the truth. That, was, that was a big number one. That's number one. That's, that's number that's one is tell the truth, one. ladies and gentlemen. That's a big number one. Tell the truth. Nothing um, but the truth. I, I would say, um, one thing that I'm personally looking for is, um, um, transparency. It seems like Colorado Springs is yep. like, they like to say they're transparent. And show somewhat of transparency, but it's not all the transparency that they should be showing. Yeah. So, um, just like being very more transparent, um, a lot more. Um, I don't. I mean, I guess I could say this, but like more speaking out against the mayor, like more. Um, like if you don't like, don't be like so scared. <laughs> like I mean, I mean like very like speak out your opinion. Like I would say, Yo, Londa Vila is a very great person at that. Like she. She really speaks her she mind. Speaks her mind and gets in fights with some of these council members. Like d- almost definitely puts her foot down. Doesn't let. Doesn't yeah. Let really. Don't nothing. take no shit for real. Don't take none of that. That's, and that's <laughs> the thing for me personally. I yeah. would want from a councilwoman or man is it's to not to take shit have, from their own consist. Like to have to have that you know I mean? that the good heart for the community, but also to have that yeah. stance to be like, no, this I be, I truly believe this, yeah. this is going to change Carl Springs, yeah. and we should definitely push for this. You yeah. know, I'm not going to stand back just because you're the mayor, you're the higher up of me. I'm gonna push my idea until I know it's it's the right thing to do. You yeah, because I mean? you also trust your instincts. That's yeah. the one thing too. I, I want for council yeah. members to trust their instincts. You know, trust trust your values, your morals. You know what I mean? Just just yeah. be aware. No, just be aware of what you're. What you're saying is true and it's yeah. from the heart. No, most because most definitely, like you said, you gotta have that stance because, like, at the end of the day, like they voted for you. You know what I mean? For like, you. of course, like there's a reason. You know, there's an electoral process. For you have your views in them. Yeah, you're, yeah, refle- yeah, you're exactly. a reflection of the, your yeah, community. You're representing exactly. You're a reflection so, of your community. Like, that's so. the best. You put it very well. You put it took it out of my words like literally. <laughs> you're <laughs> reflection. You're a reflection of your community. So, so council yeah. women and men, please remember, you're a reflection of who yeah. you who you are associating with, yeah. who you are putting behind you in these adorts yeah. endorsements and all these other things. I would also say, I mean, I don't really see this on the city level. It's mostly more on the federal and national level that I like. I mean, I pay attention to that a lot more than I do like state and local a little bit now, but I mean, just because of everything, but, um, I would, I would say for sure, like don't come in and then get in and then switch up. You know what I mean? Like don't get in there, promise something say something, get in there, and don't even try it, you know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to, like, try it, try to, like, say something or do something for, um, like, the community, but then, like, when you get it voted in and then, like, not do it at all, that's, like, a different, that's, like, a totally different thing, and it's a possibility of, like, mistrust and dishonesty in the community and with your constituents that rep- that voted for you to represent them in, in a, in a partisan, in a, I shouldn't say partisan, bipartisan way. Definitely, definitely. 
For sure, man. Uh, for the fourth question, I wanted to ask. I know it's 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 different during the COVID pandemic and social distancing, and a lot of businesses and places closed down or not open for the various hours that are needed. But the question I wanted to ask: What's the best way for local city officials to campaign themselves to the city? You know what I'm saying? What What's the best way for them so, to get their word, their agendas, and stuff out there to community so they know that they're legit people? So legit I would say, I mean, and I've definitely learned, like, some of this from working my internship with the Senator Lee, is um, social media definitely has a big presence on stuff now. And yeah. um, it's definitely important to always um, keep up with that and make sure that the people that you represent are also um, keeping up with that and paying attention to that and know about mm-hmm. it. And also it's like... Um, I guess it's a, I could call it like very old school fashion politics, but it's very nice to always like go out and meet people. Like personally, I've always told myself this: as soon as I run, I'm going and knock on every single door. Like I'm, I'm not going to not do anything, or I would not ask anything of my volunteers or my campaign manager or anything that's helping me run my campaign if I would not do it. Yeah. Like I, I'm not going to ask you yeah. to go knock on a door if I'm not going to go knock. On, I'm not yeah. going to have you the hundred people go knock on a door for me and then me just sit there and, and the hope crazy, that it and the helps. Crazy, the crazy thing that you say that. The the internship that you're working with, Senator Pete Lee, that's crazy. I remember he came to our neighborhood, came to our house yeah, yeah, to talk yeah. to I you about his election him, yeah, yeah. and who he was as yeah, a candidate. Yeah, when he was rerunning in and 2018. Now, and now look, yeah, the intern <laughs> Yeah, when he was running in 2018, he came by the house. And, and I'm not just saying just for you, but just for yeah, that, that, it influence, just shows, that yeah. influence, it just shows what it could do. It shows what you can From do. then till now. Especially as a young person, it also shows what you're you know what very saying? capable he, of. He went, from a, he went from a 16-year-old kid at that time, probably didn't really know much about politics, but was interested in it, you know what I mean? And learning on the ways. I would say like 75%. Out of the hundred, still learning. Yeah, still, still learning. I'm still learning too. Still learning now, and but you know, what I'm saying to come till now of 2021, being an intern yeah. of the man. You know yeah. what I mean? In his last years, that that just you know, yeah, it just shows great. he cared for the community and he's seen that yeah. you know we have people and, 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 that care yeah, for politics. That's also really great too is to reach out to like people like the, it's a very like and I could say this with the whole heart and it's very it's very like I I don't I hate to use the word praise but I do like very much genuinely thank him for this. It's like, you don't see too many people. Especially Shout out Senator Pete Lee, yeah, District so, 11. Yeah, yeah, especially at the state level. Um, you don't see too many people take the time to listen to their constituents, let alone let one of their constituents intern for them just off of a, just off of like the wanting to, the experience and wanting the future and wanting to do that in his life as a future and everything. And like, wanting to become a politician like like that's like that's what i want to do in my life that's my goal like i want to work in government like no matter what i do like i know i want to work in government as either a politician or work on a staff or something like that mm-hmm. and it's nice to know that he's giving me an opportunity, the opportunity. To, to do that especially as and, at a and young realizes age, the potential at such a young age and real and exactly and as a black the man potential too, too. And, it's, to and, and it's and it's really nice and the people that i work with they're so amazing like they, they're so amazing it's, it's a great team i love it definitely, <laughs> i love it definitely. i love it so it's just shows it just shows you that like um be very like in tune with your constituents and don't be afraid to go to events either like please do not be afraid that's where you that's where you honestly where you really hit it that's where you really honestly that's where you really get to know your community is at events also when you're in a different environment yeah also i would say like one best name way for um like most people to campaign like if you are running against i don't know how many um of these um districts have incumbents in them um which are um people that have already ran if most people don't know what incumbents is it's uh people that have already ran before and have won and they're rerunning again like donald trump i hate to say that but <laughs> but that was a good example but um so like that like don't hope don't hope that 
you knowing someone big or knowing a person on a big platform will help you win a campaign. Because it's not. It Most campaigns go now way. are like grassroots. Like you better mm-hmm. definitely hope that Start from the bottom is with you. Start from the bottom, not from the top. And, and like, and we also learn that through like our experience with it's like, like we learned like, um, like someone offered to us, like we were, we we're like, we're already on the next center and everything. And like, we love it there and we're, we're happy. Grateful, everything, for it. grateful for everything. And so, but someone hit us up and was like, well, you could use our studio. Well, I was kind of like, sponsor well, yeah. our podcast. I was like, I was like but... well, I was like, and it's like, we didn't take it in a bad way. It's like, that would be very great, like great opportunities and stuff. But it's like, we wanted to work for ourselves and make it a grassroots thing. So then people will never forget it. And also people will always love it and will always want to stay engaged. It's definitely, and we and we will always have a say in what we want to do. <laughs> That's that was the one grassroots. Thing too. Grassroots is we the new trend of twenty twenty one. We had a say in what we wanted to put out there and what we wanted to do. Shout out to Bernie and all the uh, grassroots movements. So, so yeah, and um, so that's one thing I'd say. Don't don't hope on some big name or a yeah. big person to um help you. I mean, yeah, it, and don't it, hold back. It don't works, hold back your but all, yeah, it works, but it also takes you actually interacting with the constituents and people as well. And sometimes that always doesn't pan out. You just hope that, oh, some big famous person or some big name in Carson is going to help me win the race. And it's like, yeah. no, you really have to put in the work. Definitely. It's not just and, to, and don't be afraid to get on your community and, 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 and adjust to different environments. You know what Most I mean? Most definitely. Because Most definitely. Not every in each environment, Colorado is different. You yeah. know what I mean? Southeast side, from what people say, which is not true, we ever say it's rugged, it's it's crazy you know what i mean it's not not developed how it should be yeah. it's the ghetto yeah you know what i mean but we have a lot of great people with a lot of great stories that do a lot of great things in our community that a lot of people just don't know about so that's true like i'm saying you no know, reach out to your communities you know what i'm saying reach out to the different environments of low income middle class high class all of it just all around the board just to get to know your people yeah no, you know for sure i mean, sure. I mean flyers I- informative flyers Visual always work. Visuals, yeah, visuals as well. Are always, Visual, always a lot work. of people are into that now. No, I would say for sure, like that. Those are like the most like best ways to campaign, like a like a local like city election. It's like to always like stay engaged and like stay be, engaged with the community. Be like with because the, there's always something going on. Yeah. In the community. And also, always. like one thing I would like suggest is like the best way for campaigning and city council officials. Like for some of these people, it's like. Like you said earlier in the in the podcast, you know, Londa Veland, Richard Scorman work very great to, together together and it, they're, it, it takes they're, it takes a team to win yeah they're from two different districts but remind you if you most people don't look at the map um but if you look at the map of the districts in colorado springs district four five and six are like a triangle like right and then there's there like together. A, and there's like this one little space that's gray that's like not just any vacant. of theirs it's just, just vacant, vacant. Just but that also shows to me and personally as a person if i were to be running that there is a possibility of us all working together for the common good, not just for the south side of Colorado Springs, but the southern corridor of Colorado, it would honestly Colorado be, Springs. It would be interesting I mean? to see four, like, five, and six come together, to, honestly. To, to help to help build a coalition within the council to know that, like, hey, this is Colorado Springs. We all want to be represented. Together. This is together, and this is all what we want in and the imagine, right way. And, like, and imagine how people will come yeah, then. Uh, imagine, Colorado Springs, Imagine boy. if you have three... Pro- y'all really ought to be Denver then. And take out party out of this. Imagine if you have three progressive, great-minded people that are willing to agree and do things for all three communities that will help all three communities and and Colorado Springs as a whole. Like, and there's nine people on council, so that's like that's a twenty five. That's a quarter of it. 
So that's like you almost got fifty percent. Next year you may get like fifty percent. Then you know what I mean? It's a it's a thing. Like it's a snowball it's technique. A grassroots man. And it's it, a ripple effect. You it, just got to keep pushing. Keep updating, motivating yourself. You just can't be discouraged. That's why. Honestly, yeah. That's why I tell also for the campaign people yeah. that are campaigning out here. Don't don't be discouraged, yeah. man. Don't. And if you lose, don't be afraid to fucking run again. Don't Please be afraid don't. to run again. Don't or another or, office. Or find either. another committee job in the city to yeah. run for, man. Yeah. Because Please there's don't. there's so much out here that we need. Please don't. But I also like to push. To keep lowering the age to twenty, uh, lower than twenty five, so maybe twenty one. So younger people could have the opportunity to have the opportunities that um, that so we could express our opinions like we do here, but like on a better scale and level where it will actually really um, have an have an effect. But also one thing that um, I wanted to say to end up that to end up uh, and wrap up that last uh, part to this question is uh, that uh, I think for like the most part it's like. Don't be afraid to run again. Like, it's like, like, really don't be afraid to run again. And, like, one thing I will also say on that is because what I'm really emphasizing that is, like, personally for me, I've had people that I've looked, political figures that I've personally looked up to here in Colorado Springs. And I'm not going to names because I'm not that type of person. And I'm, I've honestly forgot about it. But just because we're talking about this topic, I, it brought, it came up in my head. Like, there's, there's, there's a, there's people that I look up to here personally in Colorado Springs is like politicians and local people and, and power and, and higher places. And it's like you had the opportunity to run in city council or you have the opportunity to like make change at a small level. But you chose to be selfish. You chose to be. Yeah, exactly. You chose to be selfish in your campaign when you you chose yourself over a community. Yeah, and, and, so, that, and that and that and it shouldn't be like yeah, that. As yeah. an official at the local, state, yeah. or federal, you shouldn't. It shouldn't just be about you. It should be yeah. like the nation, the community, and the state. And I've seen a lot of people, like not me personally, like because I've never worked on campaign. That's an ultimate dream job. I actually got offered that today, but I might not take it just because I have this internship and everything going on. And yeah. personally, I don't want to. I want to endorse. We want to endorse someone, and I don't. It's complicated. I'll just put it like that. But so yeah. So um, but no, that's like the best way I would say. Like, don't be selfish. Like, remind yourself like who you're like people voted you and like don't forget who you are and like who you were for the community. Yeah, exactly. Like, like don't don't forget what you signed up for. You know what I mean? What you originally there for in the beginning? Like I said earlier, just don't go in there. Like, say this. Get in and then switch up. Yeah, like, that's, that's please don't. Like, please be like, transparent, honest, or don't have your own agenda. Especially like it would be so selfish and so greedy of you and so dirty and manipulative of you to have a, an agenda, a selfish a agenda, selfish just to push agenda on a local, on a local scale, on a local level to affect. And knowing that half the time that that personal agenda you have is not going to be uh, passed. Yeah, just just let, just to yeah. be honest with you. That's also another thing why I said that like that's the best thing like for people too is to try to find like for four or five and six like hey like. Let's find three people to work together. Like, let's get teamwork in. makes like, the dream work. In there. No lie. Because you know what I mean. Like, if we get three progressive people in there, like, there's three prog- there's there's a possibility that we could get there's three people that could vote on all progressive laws or bring in progressive ordinances or city bylaws. You know what I mean? So definitely, definitely. that's that's all I'm that's all I'm really like really pondering about I'm sorry I'm, I'm getting involved, man. I, nah, I was very good. excited for this podcast you're good man uh, the, <laughs> the last thing I have day. the last thing I have this is for all the candidates the uh, Colorado Springs City Council candidates yes. for anyone that would and new sorry. competent and new whoever would like to come onto our podcast and spread their message and the word about their campaign we would love for you to be on here please just reach us back 
Yeah, you can reach us at um, Move, our, our website, or you could contact us on our Facebook page. We always answer. Um, our Facebook page is probably the best option because we're always on it and always Definitely. checking it. But, uh, and we, uh, actually coming up soon, speaking of looking for uh, official candidates, we actually have someone out of, I think, District 5? Yes. His name is uh, Councilman Glenn Carlson. He's a he's newly elected candidate for District 5, so we uh, tune in February 7th on Sunday. We'll have him on here to talk about his campaign race for District 5 and what he brings to the community of Colorado Springs. Yeah, we'll have some great questions, and just know that um, when you're coming on as a as a candidate, if there are questions that you don't want answered or don't want to answer, which I hope doesn't happen, just tell us or relay it to us. Um, to remind you, we do a lot of digging. We do a lot of researching before we do stuff, so we will ask you some questions that you might not think that we have looked at like why are you doing this or you've done this in the past or your last election looked like this yeah. and so how do you think it's going to improve by number digits like this so we we really do pay attention to stuff like that and um it's gonna you'll be surprised when you come on to have some 21 year olds and young people hmm. question you and and ask you some hard-hitting questions as a as a candidate so definitely definitely man but appreciate y'all listening to episode six, elected city council and district. Uh, stay tuned, y'all. City districts is coming up. April six is the deadline. Yeah, you know what I mean. So get get to you know your candidates. Get to know your 6th. candidates. Do your research. Plug and play. Do your thing, and plug get and ready play. to vote. April six, yeah. man. Mail in ballots. Yeah, no, all mail in. So and Colorado Springs and Colorado as a state as a whole has had no problems with doing mail in ballots, and we've always done mail in ballots. We're like since I know that I've done grandma and grandpa's election ballots, which I was like 15 years old, 14 years old. So we've had it for a while and I've felt pretty confident even when I was a younger kid, not being able to vote, but voting for them, like it it felt secure and it felt secure when I did it this year. So uh, don't have, don't have any like misconceptions about how, but is it is it the right count or is it is it accurate? It's it's fucking accurate. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. But stay tuned, y'all. Next week, episode seven, uh, Councilman uh, Glenn Carlson will be speaking with yeah. us. We appreciate you for taking the time. Any other council members that would love to come on? Like we said, we're not just honing in on District Four. It's just because we live here. Um, that's the reason why we're does not mean we don't want to live any other district. We do want to make. We do have well. other friends and younger people in other places that live in other districts that you guys represent we want to make sure that they know about you guys as well so please come on please just um, hit us up and we appreciate you guys and we appreciate you guys courage you, for running you. as well as as well we it truly takes appreciate a, you and wish all yeah. the candidates best of luck yeah, in it, the takes a, and it takes a lot to put yourself out there in the, in the public eye and allow people to pick you and nitpick you and scrutinize you and do whatever possible to try to win an election which is kind of that's why politics is honestly a dirty fucking sport definitely <laughs> definitely I love man. It, unfortunately but <laughs> so like we said best of luck to all the candidates yeah. and tune in for episode seven uh, elected official uh glenn carlson <laughs>